welcome to the Leave Insert Guidance podcast. My name is Dunnacoe O'Mahony, I'm a secondary school guidance counsellor and I also run the Leave Insert Guidance Instagram and TikTok pages. On today's show we'll be talking about University College Utrecht in the Netherlands. I'll be joined by Dr Kim Switzerlute, Assistant Professor in Economics and International Student Recruitment Officer. I'll also be joined by Kira Murray from Dublin who's a first year student in University College Utrecht. So I'm going to start with Dr. Kim Switzerlute. Uh, Kim, you're very welcome back on to the Leave and Cert Guidance podcast. Thank you for having us again. Well, that's great. And I'd say you are delighted to have students back on campus there. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm a teacher in my school as well. Uh, I'm one of the assistant professors in economics. And teaching in person is so much better than online. Um, just being, yeah, you can really establish a relationship then. So it's just an absolute relief in every possible way. So it's, yeah, it's great. And, and I know uh, um, people talk about it here in Ireland as well. It's just even um, the atmosphere around the college campus. It's great to have students back. So uh, Kim, I did a poll last week on my Instagram page and 75% of Irish students said they would consider uh, studying abroad, which is a lot compared to previous years. Um, so tell us maybe why University College Utrecht might be a good fit uh, for Irish students. Yeah, so there is, well, there's three main reasons, I would say. First of all, we offer a program called Liberal Arts and Sciences. And it means that if you are a student who's interested in multiple subjects, maybe you think you don't know what you want to study because you don't necessarily want to focus. There's just a lot of stuff that you're interested in then we would allow you to do that. You would have a chance in your first year to explore different subjects from humanities, science, social science. And then from the second year on, you start to focus and you would always have a multidisciplinary major. So you would always combine different subjects and you can combine whatever you want to combine. So that's one thing. The other thing is that we have uh, guaranteed housing on an international campus. So uh, that's what Chiara can tell more about later as well. Uh, we have 750 students who are very small. And half of them come from abroad and they represent over 70 different countries. So it's just very international, lots of stuff going on on campus. It's all in English as well. So it's very easy uh, to get settled in. So if you're looking for both sort of that academic experience, because we really are an honors college. Um, so if you're just curious about knowledge, get excited about knowledge, uh, but also really want to be part of a tight knit community. And this might be a really nice option. Okay. So uh, you did mention it's a liberal arts college. Now, here in Ireland, we have arts programs, but liberal arts is very different. Could you maybe explain that for students who might not be aware of it? Yeah, so it's liberal arts and sciences, which we offer. Um, so what that means is, is that studies, study, st sorry, students study multiple subjects. Uh, so you don't focus on one thing from day one. So if you're, for instance, studying and in, interested in studying psychology, you wouldn't just study psychology, but you would combine it with other things. And it can be whatever you want from humanity, science and social science with us. So, for instance, then you would do psychology together with neuroscience, which is the biological study of the brain uh, and together with maybe linguistics or sociology. Um, but students really have that opportunity to combine different things. And the idea behind it is really simple, is that if you really want to have an in-depth understanding of anything, you need to be able to look at it from different viewpoints. Um, and it means that if you think about Corona, for instance, if you want to understand what's going on, obviously you need to know something about biology, chemistry, medical science. 
But if you want to understand how it spreads, it's useful to know a little bit about psychology, about human behavior, but also about anthropology, about how culture influences, what type of policy people will follow up or not. Um, and even human geography to understand how people move through space. So that's the idea. And I'd say even from, you know, with your speciality, even an economics background, how it's affected uh, the world. So, you know, it's great to have such a broad uh, spectrum of subjects to pick from. And so when would you decide, Kim, uh, what your speciality is going to be? Yeah, in itself, it's a very organic process. Um, Every student has a personal tutor who's with them for the full three years. Uh, And you would... Yeah, you would start meeting with your tutor already the moment you arrive in the introduction week. And from then on, you would meet with your tutor a couple of times each semester. One time is obligatory, but most people would see the tutor more often. And you really sit down together to figure out what is it that you like, both in terms of topics, but also in terms of methodology. What do you want to do later on? What do you need to do to graduate? And then you slowly start to compose a curriculum together. First year, it's really about exploring. So just try out whatever you think sounds interesting. And some stuff will be great. And some classes you take and you think, oh, God, never again. Um, That's fine. That's exactly the idea. And then from your second year on, you really start to narrow it down. And that's when you start to focus on two or three subjects. Yeah, I like the term you used, exploring. It's great to be able to explore all these different subjects for a full year as well and to see what you'd like. Um, so you had mentioned to me earlier that there are some small changes in the application process mm-hmm. and you might just talk us through the application process because it's very different from what Irish students uh, would do here. Yeah. So the first thing you should know is that whatever I'm going to tell you now is only for University College Utrecht because in the Netherlands, the application procedures and deadlines would really differ per program. Uh, so what I'm telling you now, it might be very, very different for another program in the Netherlands. But for University College Utrecht, we really have a holistic admissions process because we're not just looking for students who are a good fit for the program. We're not just looking at academic motivation. We're also looking at will you be a good fit for the community? So it's really both of these aspects. So when you apply, um, we have two deadlines, December 15 for students who want the scholarship or students who want the decision by mid-March. And February 1st is the final deadline. And that's for students who would like to know by the start of May. Um, So we ask uh, students to write an academic motivation letter, in which there are a couple of questions that they need to answer. You can find those on our website. We ask them for an overview of their extracurricular activities, a recommendation letter, as well as the most recent grade transcript. Based on that, because we read that application, and then based on that, we invite people for an interview or not. Uh, And that's online, of course, that interview. And then uh, based on the interview, you may be invited to attend or not. Okay, so that's really good, yeah. And and so students can avail of the, the December uh, deadline or the February deadline, depending on yeah. when. That's that's really good. So if a student wants to know by mid-March, uh, the December deadline would be the, the one to go for. Yeah. Uh, so that's great. Um, a very popular stu- uh, question uh, among Irish students when, when considering study abroad is the cost of it. Um, So whether that's fees, whether it's a cost of living accommodation, because as you said earlier, Kim, that you'd be guaranteed accommodation uh, Mm -hmm. on campus if you're an international student. So maybe you could explain that to us. Yeah, so we have two fees. We have the tuition fee that that pays for your education. That's four and a half thousand euros for people who have a European passport. So anyone from Ireland, that would be a European passport. and then on top of that, we ask for about 6,300 euros a year for uh, the campus fees. And that is basically your housing. And that includes 
a single furnished bedroom, most of the time a single room, um, and then pretty much everything except for your meals. So that covers uh, quite a lot, actually. Okay, that's really good. So everything except meals, that's great. So yeah, four and a half thousand, which is not too much different to what we pay here in Ireland. And then about 6,300 euro for the accommodation year. Uh, so that's really good. And uh, Kim, everything's kind of back to normal on campus and students are, are going to, uh, you know, societies and different events or what way is it in the Netherlands at the minute? Oh, what the Netherlands is like at the moment? Yeah. It feels pretty much back to normal. Like the measures that are in place, I would say, are pretty minimal. You're only asked to wear a face mask if you're on public transport. And then uh, right now, the like nightclubs and discotheques need to close at midnight. And restaurants and, uh, and well, actually only discotheques and everything can have a 75% capacity. Okay. Other than that, I have to say, especially since we started teaching again, I have the feeling we're back to what it was like beforehand. Yeah. That's great. And I'm also joined by Kira Murray. So Kira is a first year student in University College Utrecht and uh, Kira is from Dublin. Uh, you're very welcome on the Leave and Cert Guidance podcast, Kira. Thank you so much for having me. Thank well, you. Well, it's great because everything's so fresh in your mind that you've been through because you're a first year student. Um, so what's life been like on campus for you kind of so far in the first few weeks of college? And it's been a bit manic. I mean, there's just been, obviously, it's a very exciting time. There's a lot going on. But honestly, it's been really fun. Um, when we first came, there was like an introductory week, which is kind of like a, a freshers week. And that's really nice because they put you in a family of um, second and third year students and also first year students. And then during that week, you do like activities together and you have nights out together. So it's really nice because it's a really good way to like get to know people from that very first week. And then in regards to academics, um, it's been really fun. I'm really liking the courses I'm taking. It is definitely uh, demanding, but I think what's nice is that there's a real balance living on campus because there's so many events um, and like committees and things that you can join. So it never really feels overwhelming with the academics because like you're also having a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, no, I've been like joining committees and there's sororities and fraternities and things like that on campus. So um, I was also like, in that like rush process so yeah no it's been like very hectic but um yeah really fun okay and how did you find university college utrecht what you research did you do you know what way do you want to decide yeah that's where i want to go and study um i guess i just started thinking about going abroad and then i noticed that the netherlands had the most english taught courses and so i started looking more so into the netherlands and then i found out about the liberal arts and sciences programs just from this kind of database it's called unicas yeah. i'm not sure if you're familiar with yeah. it and i guess from there i just started researching about what the program was like i really liked like the broad and multidisciplinary approach of it um, and then with ucu in particular i i really liked utrecht as a city um, i went to visit it and i really liked its location like it's very close to amsterdam but it's also kind of a little bit more of a smaller city and it's kind of a student city so I really liked that and I really liked the campus itself Um, the campus that we have here is really nice like a lot of the UCs you live on campus but it might be in just one building or it might be separate from where you take your classes whereas at UCU it's all in the one place and it's like different buildings and it's very picturesque so I also really liked that Um, and ultimately I liked the freedom that they gave, that UCU gives you with your curriculum. You kind of can build a completely 
uh, yourself based on your own interest and that's I guess what I really wanted so yeah, yeah. it's a a combination of all those factors yeah that's a massive draw to be able to build your own curriculum and Kira, did you apply for the CAO as well I did yes I did so yeah. you would have gotten an offer in Ireland but you decided Netherlands was for you yeah I uh, I would have been doing I think like global I think I would have done global business at DCU if I was at home and was it a tough decision to make um I guess in some ways there's that thing in your mind of oh what if but I think ultimately I knew that I wanted to go to the Netherlands and that it was much better suited to what I wanted to do and I think coming here um I was I was pretty like solid in my decision I don't really think I question it now because um I like the international environment and I feel like being here and living on my own and experiencing all the different cultures that are at UCU I think by the end of the three years I'll have um, had a much more like enriching experience i'll have a lot more life experience and knowledge than i would have if i just stayed at home so yeah and i find more students are looking to study abroad after being essentially locked down for the last 18 mm-hmm. months that they want to get out and get away from home and have that independence and um, so kim had mentioned the application process there what was yeah. that like for you because that's not something we have traditionally here traditionally obviously we have the ceo and it's only based on points how did you find the application process um, it was a little bit difficult to navigate because I didn't know anybody who would apply to the Netherlands in Ireland, like most people do stay at home. So it was kind of hard to know what to do because I was trying to figure out everything myself, kind of based off websites and, um, you know, what the universities were telling me. Um, so I guess it was a little hard to navigate, especially in sixth year when I was also trying to manage um my workload and everything but like looking back I I really don't think it was that time consuming I think I just had to spend a lot of time researching it um but it was I mean it was a little difficult because like you say it's very different from the CEO the CEO is just a form that you fill out um, and you don't really have to proactively think about why you want to pick a course or why it's suited to you you're just kind of putting down a number and, and that's it um but I liked in some ways that the the application process for the courses here, I had to really think about it, why I wanted to do it, why I was suited to do it. Um, and that did take time. Writing the motivation letter, letter definitely takes time. Um, so you have to make sure that you don't rush that process. Um, and it did, yeah, it was kind of hard to manage a little bit at times with work, but ultimately it was fine. Once you kind of get the ball rolling and once you know in yourself what you're going to say and Um, what is really motivating you then it doesn't take as much time and I guess the interviews um, a little nerve-wracking of course but they're totally manageable because it's the same if you know why you want to do it they'll be fine and I guess like in the scheme of life having had to do those um, tasks in the application process it'll be beneficial like when applying for masters and for jobs much more so than the CAO is. Absolutely yeah it's great experience and tell me did you go for the early deadline in December or the February deadline? I went for the early bird deadline so I knew by I think February that I had been accepted which was really nice for me to be honest during like the process of the leaving cert because it kind of alleviated the pressure a little bit Mm -hmm. knowing that I had um, an option and that I had, you know, I didn't have, not everything wasn't solely res, like lying on one day and one exam. Like, you know, I'd proven myself in other ways as well. So. Yeah, absolutely. It certainly does take off the pressure having that conditional offer uh, before yeah. you even start to leave insert. You mentioned um, the curriculum you've started to pick for yourself. Can you tell us what you've picked? 
Yeah, so this core, uh, this semester, sorry, I'm doing uh, Introduction to Law, Introduction to Philosophy and Cognitive Neuroscience, as well as the mandatory research module. So um, obviously they're all quite different because in the first year you have to do um, a course from each discipline. So science, natural science, social science and humanities. So those are the ones that I'm doing. And I think I'm looking to progress, particularly in the social sciences, um, continuing with the law track. And I'm also interested in doing anthropology and politics as well, or uh, maybe China studies. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm exploring. That's, um, yeah. yes, that's the uh, beauty of being here. So, yeah. Yeah. And Kim mentioned that word earlier, um, exploring. And it's, it's a, a word I think all students should have the option to do when studying is explore all these different things. Uh, so it's great that uh, you're getting the option to do that. Um, how have you settled in? Quite well, I think better than I expected. I mean, not that I had any, I don't know, I didn't come in with a negative mindset, but I suppose that there's kind of, you know, like everyone sort of tells you the first couple of months will be difficult. It's new and foreign and you, you're homesick and all of those feelings. But to be honest, I think I've, I've really enjoyed um, the time here. I think I got very lucky in the people that I'm living with because I feel very comfortable and we have a lot of fun. Um, and I think... Because everyone here is, because it's such an international campus, so many people are in the same position and everybody is, you know, open and friendly because everybody needs to uh, build their own home here too. So I think that's really nice. Um, and I think, I mean, obviously I miss home sometimes, that's natural. But I think overall I've settled into the academics, like your professors and your tutors do guide you well through that. Um, and because everyone you live with everyone you're kind of all in it together so there's a real like communal feeling um, which I think is really nice and is all the socializing done through English yeah completely yeah. because I mean obviously there are people on campus who are Dutch yeah. and like occasionally I guess they'll speak Dutch but because there's so many different nationalities um, it's just the standard to speak English and everyone can speak really high levels of English which is nice um, it you- makes Obviously, getting to know people really easy. So, have you met a couple of Irish people? I have. There's actually quite a few this year. I think. I think last year there was more people interested in going abroad just because yeah. of COVID. So, yeah, I think there's like four or five other than me in uh, this this year, and I've met some second and third years right. as well, or a, a lot of people who are like half Irish but maybe grew up in different places. Yeah. But no, there's definitely there's a fair few Irish people over here actually. And how have you uh, found Utrecht from a cost of living point of view? Do you find it expensive, mm-hmm. more expensive than Dublin? Um, I would say it kind of it, it kind of depends. I wouldn't say it's more expensive. Um, I think, I mean, as a student, food wise, it's in around the same. Like the 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 food shops are pretty much the same. And I mean, you can go to there's Aldi and Little here, which is good. Um, for budget shopping and so that's good I'd say alcohol is definitely cheaper and um, I mean from the student perspective I suppose that's kind of important for some people Um, like wine and beer is quite cheap and like there's a bar on campus and that's really good value which makes um, going out and socializing much easier which is nice I'd say that's definitely cheaper than Ireland. Kim has told me about that bar on campus the, the Heineken yeah. there is very cheap here. Yeah, it's it's like less than two euro for wow. so it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um I think the bike, like cycling everywhere is definitely saves you a lot of money because you spend maybe eighty euro on a bike, but you use it for everything. I don't pay for any buses really or trains or anything like that. I just kind of cycle everywhere, which 
definitely saves a lot of money. Um, and because the campus fees cover all utilities, there's not really that many expenses outside of just food and socializing. So it's really not too bad. And I think in comparison to the Irish student accommodation fees, it's quite reasonable. So yeah, I mean, I would say it's honestly not much more expensive than if I was to be in Ireland or if I was living in the countryside and moved to Dublin, I'd say it's honestly cheaper than, yeah. than that. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. And the fact, you know, all your utilities, uh, with the exception of your food, are getting paid as part of your accommodation fees is brilliant. Uh, and final question for you then, Kira. Uh, what would you recommend to Irish students looking to study abroad and particularly uh, because I have a student myself who's looking to study in University College Utrecht? What advice would you give them? Um, my advice that I would give them. Um, start the application process early, I would say. I would definitely say aim for the early bird deadline get it out of the way and give yourself time in the latter parts of sixth year where the pressure really starts to ramp up and you don't really want to have to be dealing with too much stress like on the application process during that time. So I'd say start early. Um, I would say definitely do your research. The The college websites are really good. They are very, um, there's a lot of information on there. So I'd say use the services that they also have. They they tend to have uh, services where you can ask people questions from the university. And um, so I would definitely say avail of those because those are going to help you in your application process. Um, I would say, make sure you're really thinking about why you want to go. Don't just go abroad because you don't want to live with your parents anymore or something like that. And um, make sure it's the course that you're ultimately interested in. Um, and definitely do some research into the city as well, because it's not just about like the university. It's also about where you're going to be living for the next three years. So um, have a look at the, the cities. You might like you don't necessarily have to travel there to, to get a grasp of what it'll be like. But definitely think about that a lot, because that's going to obviously impact on your experience. And, and then you fly into Amsterdam, do you, Kira? Yeah, it's it's like a 20 minute train. To oh, is that all? Yeah. And the flights are honestly quite cheap with Ryanair. Yeah. Like you can, I can fly home if I book it well enough in advance for yeah. like 13 euro. Wow. So it's really not too bad. Um, and lastly, I guess in the like moving process, just make sure you have an open mind and um, have an open mind and just uh, go in with like a good mindset. Get ready to meet lots of different people who have lived very, very different lives to you. And yeah, enjoy it. And also, if you'd like to, you can give anybody my contact details. I'd be very happy to like send people um any of my application stuff or just talk to them about what it's like being here i'd be very willing to do that so oh that's so brilliant Kira. thank you and, and a great representative for university college utrecht already kim uh, which is great uh, so kim a final question for you then if students want to find out more about studying in university college utrecht, utrecht mm -hmm. where do they go or who can they talk to or, or what should they do yeah, there are a couple of things we can, they can do. If they go to our website, there is a page that's dedicated to basically uh, visiting us, both virtually and in person. We have an online open day coming up at the end of November, November 19 and 20. Registration for that will open up online next week or so. But we will also have regular webinars outside of the open days, as well as campus visits right now. So if someone wants to come over to visit us, that's possible too. That's brilliant. Uh, Kim and Kira, thank you so much for joining me on the Leaving Cert Guidance podcast. Thank you. Thanks, thank please. you.